Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Bad Vibes with Talia and Alexis. All right, listen up, people. It's time. Officially. The podcast is here. It's been a long time coming. Everyone you know has a podcast, but the best one is here. I mean, it's finally arrived. Like, can you believe it? Okay, we're getting a little too into this. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Bad Vibes. I'm Talia Lickstein. And I'm Alexis Barber. And this is our brand new podcast, Together with Betches Media. Oh my God. Can you, Can you believe? believe it? Can you believe? So crazy. I first learned about Betches Media when they mentioned my summer camp, Birch Trail Camp for Girls, in the Betches Love Chicago when I was 14 years old. So this is like a major 10-year-old dream. Yeah. Realized. No, same. I was 14 in eighth grade. Let's talk about And it. I started... Okay, sure. We can't, why are you talking to me like I'm, you're Ellen? Okay. <laughs> I started reading Betches when it was called Betches Love This. And it was, they were doing these, what uh, what Betches like about your college or something. Betches, Betches love, love this, this college. college. And I was not looking at colleges yet. I had no idea what college I'd go, like nothing. Okay. This wasn't even on my radar, but I thought it was hysterical. And I thought it was so cool because I had an older cousin or something who went to Michigan. So I would send the Michigan one around to my family. I was like, this is so funny. And I love that they validated that. It was like, oh yeah, this is totally funny. So Betches means a lot to me. And then a couple years later when I was 17, I sent a really long and really embarrassing email to Betches Media begging for a summer internship in New York City because I wanted to be the Carrie Bradshaw of my time. Mm. Now here I fucking am. <laughs> Significantly less annoying than Carrie Bradshaw. Well, in different ways, I'm annoying. Absolutely. You're doing it. You're doing the Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. I'd say you are. Yeah, same. But you're, you're doing the Miranda. I would say, yeah. I would say, but except for, yeah. I'll just, I'll just accept it. <laughs> yeah. But the way that like she was framed in and just like that, I just really don't want that well, to be my narrative. Other topic for so that's why I was time. hesitant. But like we should all be old Mirandas. New Miranda. I'll go so far as to say up. we shouldn't be Miranda Perry. We should be Samantha. All right. Let, we'll get into that. That'll be a whole We're different not episode. Cool enough for that yet. All right. Listen, let's just get down to the logistics before we go any further. The new episodes of the show come out every single Thursday. Okay. Be sure you subscribe. Follow the show. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. If you're not into like this whole, you know, this Joe Rogan beef situation, you want to pull a Neil Young and switch over to podcasts on Apple, do that. I personally enjoy Apple Podcast Interface simply because you can go on the browse tab and we're there. That's it. That's the only reason I switched over. I was a Spotify person until I started seeing our show on Apple Podcasts. I might have to switch over. I don't like Joe Rogan. Anyway. Fuck Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, want to come on our podcast? Let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> we, talk about the vaccine, we, Joe. We could rip this man apart. I think we, <laughs> I think we should. Who, anyone in the world, it couldn't, be a, it couldn't be anyone else but us. It like, wouldn't be Genuinely. He's it like wouldn't five be two. He's literally five He's literally two. bald. All right. So starting next week, we're going to be taking your calls on our hotline, okay? You're going to call and you're going to leave us a message. About what, like, what are the messages about? I don't know. Uh, anything. anything. Do you have an issue with your mans? 
you have an issue with your the way your vagina smells? Let's talk about it. Anything you want. And Do it doesn't you have, have an issue with your vagina? I, I figured it out. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. A couple months ago, I figured it out. But no, seriously. It doesn't even have to be sex related, but it's more fun when it is. But like, absolutely, you know, you your college situation, drama. drama. You're having Hit friend drama. drama. You're having an issue with your work authority figure. Whatever. I'm a corporate girl. I can give you the advice. Yeah. So the phone number for that is two one two, eight four. Nope. Oh, do you want to handle this part? <laughs> That's not it. I think this is. I think you should go to that. I have dyslexia. The phone number <laughs> is two one two. Two eight seven five two four four. That is two one two two eight seven five two four four. Leave us a message and we'll get back to you. Maybe. Um. All right. So we covered how we know each. Well, no, no, we no, didn't we cover didn't how we cover know that. each other. Okay. How do we know each other? One day, I decided on a whim that I needed to go to LA, and I went completely by myself. And I was like, I'm gonna go see if I want to move to this city. Yeah. Um, because I don't have a driver's license. Like yeah. what it, I know, right? Like there's no need, there's no need. We live here. So I was like, okay, is this going to be the place? Cause I had the choice to live between New York and LA. So I decided to fly to LA and see if I liked it. I met up with some TikTok girlies, was having the time of my life, um, was suffering in the back of Ubers because I was going to throw up at every point that I was in them. Mm -hmm. And then in one of those Ubers after 45 minutes, I arrived at a dinner that you were present at. Yes, I was. At the Santa Monica proper hotel. Stunning. Stunning I location. Know, but we I got, was not happy about that. We had some dinner. great pictures. We did. Gorgeous pictures. Great lighting that Let's day. Let's talk about why you weren't happy to be there. I just like, you know what? It's When you start climbing in the TikTok numbers, everybody's like, let's meet up. We're mutuals. There's a whole mm -hmm. understanding in the internet world. I don't know. I think Gen Z people would get this more We could than define mutuals. Mutuals. Mutuals is people that you follow who follow you back. And it's kind of seen as a weird unspoken bond if you follow someone back your mutuals okay precisely here's what this podcast is trying to contest here i do not feel a loyalty to anyone with whom i'm mutuals okay just because i follow you does not mean that i like you and it doesn't mean that we're friends but that tends to be the assumption that's one of the most annoying things to me about the tiktok um notoriety is that I, it sounds really annoying to say TikTok fame, TikTok notoriety. You can call it what it is. We don't have to like, let's Sorry. stop saying if it's annoying or not. It's the truth. She's TikTok famous. I am a little bit TikTok famous. And I didn't know who you were at that time. <laughs> it's fine. I was pretty small at that point. But so. the issue was a lot of people were DMing like, you know, we're mutuals. That means we should hang out. And I was like, that doesn't just because I like your little fashion videos or maybe I follow you to cringe at you. It doesn't mean that I want to go to Calabra with you and spend $75 on a stupid dinner. But anyway, I had a giant zit on my nose that day too. I wasn't in the mood but I still went you know what I do I shouldn't talk shit on these particular girls I like the girls that were there but I was not down to be part of a friend group necessarily Precisely. I didn't want a TikTok friend group so I wasn't interested in meeting Alexis I wasn't well didn't know who you were yeah. I was about to throw up and I get out of the car they're sitting there they're like who's this girl then we started chatting it up yeah Later we started on. chatting we started it chatting to mutual friends to yeah you went to Berkeley I went to Northwestern mm -hmm. so you know the girls they overlap it's whatever and then later that night after we went out, we shared an Uber home together. Yeah. And we were giving each other some pep talks. Oh, we got deep. We got deep in that Uber home. We, got, we got into like critical race yeah, theory. I mean, that Uber. <laughs> we were like LA's really- very big. I know. We were chatting. But then we also realized that we had this common bond over- a lot of people we hated. Like we hated Precisely. a lot of the same people for the exact same reasons. And I knew 
I struggle with hating people a lot and not having enough justification to be able to talk about it because I hate people because I hate them. Like there's some people that their whole aura and their whole way of speaking pisses me off, but it's not enough that I, I like sometimes I just sit in the shadows and wait for them to do something problematic. Hate is a strong word. It's yeah, it is a strong word, but I, I think that some things deserve to be hated, but when it comes to people, I need a reason. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I don't have one that I think in the eyes of the public is good enough. Mm -hmm. But in that Uber with you, I realized I can hate these random people who will be named in the future. In the future. We're we're saying names. When we hit a million downloads, we'll say names. I would say even I'd do it tomorrow. Like, I don't even care. We need to give them something to wait for. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, but we'll say names (laughs) about who we talked about in this Uber, but we fucking hated them okay they're for no trash. reason but we well hated them. i had a few reasons yeah we don't like these people so that's how we bonded and then what happens i mean months later i'm talking to betches yeah i was like i went home i was like this bitch she is too big and she needs fucking help yeah. getting bigger yeah so i was like let me chat with my girl sammy and i was like look at this girl she's literally like your vibe right so she reaches out very sweetly honestly i think this is the mark of a true loyal genuine person is she reached out to her friend sammy who's one of the founders of betches media and said i have this friend talia who you just met like this was so nice of you that you did this you know you were just i really hate when people aren't thriving yeah i was struggling i was i mean i was thriving in numbers but i was not thriving monetarily and i was not sure how to monetize the platform i'd just been given and she reached out to sammy and said do you have any advice for this girl do you have any connections to a manager it turned out when I got in touch with Sammy after that, it materialized into a little four video deal with Betches. I would make some videos for compensation. And when we were discussing that, after Sammy got off the phone with me, she gave you a call. She sure did. She sure did. She sure did. She said, what? Well, we would want to do a podcast, but like, what if you guys did it together? And I was like, well, thank you for including me in this, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, absolutely, because the tea is, although Talia and I did bond over hating people, my brand is not hating people. My mm-hmm. brand is making everyone feel good, being nice, being positive, and I was really struggling to be my true self, which is a triple fire sign bitch <laughs> who talks a lot of shit. Like People will write in and ask me advice, like, how do I get out of this friendship where they're gossiping about people? Honey, my close friends is gossiping about all y'all. So like the truth is I ne- I was really happy to have a platform where like I could be more of who I am. Yeah. And but at the same time, you and I are very different. And I feel like all podcasts are started by like two girls who are the same person. Yeah. So you don't get anything interesting out of it. But like we're not gonna agree with each other every day. We're very different. We already don't agree on some of the things we're gonna be talking about. We and it's so funny. Sometimes I'm swiping through Alexis's story. And I'm like, who am I doing this podcast with? I feel the same way. Every single day she's like, remember girlies, like it's not well, first of all, one of your slogans, which is adorable and great, but it's like just not my brand, is it's not you're not you're too you're, you're too smart, smart not to love yourself exactly that's her whole thing and she'll always be posting about like remember like see the the basically glass is half full mm-hmm. i'm not like that i don't do that but then it's funny because then you switch you keep you keep uh tapping through alexis's story through all the health and wellness brand plugs and all the motivational quotes and you get to her close friend story <laughs> where she will include screenshots of you bitches in her dms without hiding the name to her entire close friends and saying like fuck this cunt basically (laughs) quite literally literally so i knew that we'd have something to bond over in this podcast but um it's interesting that we have very different we have different backgrounds we're 
You're I mean, an only child. I am an only child, whereas Alexis has what? How many siblings? Like seven. a million? Seven. The oldest of seven. Oldest of eight. Eight. There are seven younger than me. Right. Okay. So total, there's eight. Yeah. You're the oldest. I don't have any siblings. And I've also never been in a very serious relationship. I'm in one. It's How great. long? Five years. Yeah. So <laughs> the way got, that you couldn't even <laughs> process that, you just had to laugh. Like, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even imagine anything longer than like honestly. I think like eight months is my my. That's your max. My 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 personal record. Personal. Oh, record. that's your record. That's your record. Eight months. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders, no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. We want to start our episode of Bad Vibes with a segment. And we like to call it, what do we like to call it? Vibe check. Vibe check. In the, in the you know, words of every frat boy in America. <laughs> What's, vibe the vibe, What's the vibe? What's I the mean, vibe? What is the vibe? What's a vibe? I think you did a great like description of what a vibe is in your most recent Betches TikTok. Let's talk about it. In which I said, a vibe is a vibe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just so a vibe. You'll feel it or you won't feel it. And if you don't agree with how we feel it, that's none of my business. So yeah, enjoy that. Exactly. Um, but we're going to tell you right now. You know how you think like everyone in the world thinks that like Blake Lively is like a little bit mean secretly? She gives off a vibe, right? Her vibe is bitch. Right. Exactly. Great shoes. Great shoes. Great though. look. Great look. The vibe is bitch. What's another example? Mm, Rihanna, the vibe is Rihanna. Like, there's not like a word, right? You know, like that's just a. Rihanna would, would you vibe. say good or bad? Uh, incredible. Okay, I'm just checking. A, you, the way you said that was like, okay, what? No, I just wanted to make sure that people know that like there's a difference between like Rihanna and Beyonce. They're right. separate vibes, right. but they're on the same plane, right? You know. Okay, so for me, like Emily Mariko, absolutely rancid vibes. I don't know why. Don't ask. I don't know. I'm sure she's actually totally nice. She, but seems, she pisses me off and she also seems boring as hell. I think so I say like bad vibes. She's nice. I don't like her because she's nice. Yeah. And also, honestly, she's boring. Well, that's my thing. We're going to talk about that too today. How like mediocrity is just like what TikTok just, they eat that shit up. You're oh white, you're God. skinny, you're up, bitch. Yep. Like, Eight million followers one month. Enjoy. Nobody fucking cares. Like I've been on TikTok for over a year. Right. Where's my, where's my eight million? Let's hey, talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's I mean, I want to talk. I am. I do have a million followers and I'm some little white girl. You are. But I will. I'm going to give myself some fucking credit. I get on there and I say some shit. Okay. I have some qu- clever little quips. You're my favorite zero to a million person. Thank okay. you. So far. Thank Besides you. maybe, I can't, besides, it's Nita Baby. Oh, you know her? Knows. The one who does the, when she sees the white boys like taking their shirts off and she's like, you're a snack. No, you have to show me. I sent you her profile. Oh, I don't check TikTok. my TikTok DMs. I'm going to check. That's so disrespectful. I don't check any DMs except for the ones I checked today, which we'll get to. But okay. <laughs> okay. All right. okay. Vibe check. Vibe check. Valentine's Day. Okay. Thoughts. Do you have any? You want to go first? This is my favorite fucking holiday of the year. Okay. I fucking love Valentine's Day. Look at my nail. There's a heart on There's there. There's a heart on your nail. I paid like $4 for that. Iconic. Love to see it. I love Valentine's Day. My only issue is it interrupts Black History Month. <laughs> 
like okay, there's respect. no need there's no fucking holidays in march we should have put it in march yeah you're you know? so right i've never realized like, there's no holidays in march queen of fucking valentine's day do my boyfriend and i fight every single valentine's day absolutely really about what it like it's like such a high pressure holiday man you know? we give a little bit of context about your relationship because oh. i think when you say in your 20 your early 20s that you've been in a relationship for this long the connotation is that it's not the best one yeah and from the outside looking in this is a very healthy relationship oh, thank you very much i'm really in awe yes so my boyfriend and i met in college he was a sophomore i was a freshman okay. and it was quite literally like I, I like to say like love at first sight Aww. like I saw this that man exist, but okay. anyway it definitely doesn't <laughs> I saw this man I was like oh my god I'm in love with that Mexican boy in the hoodie he just turned out to be <laughs> ethnically ambiguous and mixed so he is from Africa he's from Rwanda not Mexican at all but he <laughs> is stunning uh, he's prettier than me but he and I met the first we started dating a few months after we met um, but the thing is like it was a, few, a rocky first two years. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and be like, we've been in love since the beginning. Like, first two years, we were both figuring ourselves out. Right. Quite a disaster on many fronts. And then once we both graduated um, and we, like, made it through that, like, hump or whatever, plus COVID, I feel like our relationship is just, like, everything I need and more. So he's been the most supportive. He's not a social media person at all. I love that. Which means, like, he's good. Like, ladies, if your man is posting on social media... Huge you, red flag. Who's he posting for? Why do you need an Instagram? Yeah, what do you want this clout for? Why do you need an Instagram? Why are you trying to, like, come up with your little funny captions it's and get your little giving, followers? And it's giving Your slut. ratio should be, like... 10 followers to 800 and you should have four posts on your Instagram. My boyfriend has one post and 400 followers and I'm not going to tell you his name because mm. you're not about to blow that shit up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he's great. He's my best friend and we have similar backgrounds and similar like hopes for the future and he's a Gemini. I'm a Sagittarius. It matches. Do you think you'll marry him? I would like to marry him very much. I know that I'll be fine if I don't. And yeah. that's how you know it's a healthy relationship. Boom. So. Mike Drop. I would like to. I would very much enjoy that. But, okay. you know, if it doesn't. I mean, I have a long life ahead of me. Okay. So, for. Uh, before we get further into Valentine's Day, know that my philosophy when it comes to relationships in your early 20s is it's <sighs> like that. What Alexis just described. Or it's. You should be single. I okay? agree. I 100% That is agree. the standard. That's the bar that we're setting. I don't want to hear anybody. I mean, yeah, come call in because we need the content. And we want to knock some sense into you. But if you're 23 and you're crying over a man and you're tr like, you are in your defining decade. You have no time to be dating anybody who doesn't have a completely net positive gain completely in your life. Completely net positive. Completely net positive. Okay. She had a couple rough two years in college though. Now she's like an and adult. And I didn't want to date a single man at Northwestern University. Right. I'll tell you that. Right. Much. I didn't so. date anybody really seriously in college. You need to be when you're in your twenties, either single or with somebody who truly enhances and helps you grow. It doesn't have to be the person you'll marry, but somebody who only makes your life better and never worse. That's it. If you suspect that your man is cheating on you, if you have a feeling that he's texting other girls, if right. you feel uncomfortable with the way he talks about women or politics or something like that around you, the second you get that negative feeling, if you can't have an adult nope. conversation with them and get to the bottom of it- I wouldn't even it, give it an adult then, conversation. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly. 23. You have no fucking time for this. Exactly. Okay. It's too important of a decade. So no, you, you, can, you can have like weird doubts about your boyfriend when you're like, 32 and you're thinking about kids and like okay we're gonna compromise now 
No, you don't have time to compromise. Okay, so we'll get into that another time. But Valentine's Day, so now you know who are where our opinions are coming from. A person who's in a very healthy relationship and a person who's never been in a long, long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. I need to know your thoughts. I love Valentine's Day. I really do. I hate I bitter people hate who talk shit about Valentine's Day. It's so embarrassing to talk shit about Valentine's Day like online. Cause it's like, okay, we get it. Like you're single. I'm single too. <laughs> I've never been in a relationship on that falls on Valentine's day. Okay. And I still have never dreaded Valentine's day. It's so fucking cute. Pink it's adorable. Red? Oh my God. It's so cute. Iconic you dress to the, I'm a big fan of dressing to the theme. I always get myself Period. some cute earrings, like heart earrings. Nice. I love that shit. I love going to a Valentine's day party. Here's the one thing that I don't like about Valentine's Day, which connects to the last thing we talked about as everything does. I don't like seeing a girl in her early 20s posting with like her college sweetheart that I know she's crying about every Thursday. That cheats on her every weekend. That cheats on her every fucking weekend. And that's when I have to sit through all of Valentine's Day. I don't even want to go on Instagram this year. No. On the 14th, because I have to scroll through all my friends posting their boyfriends who I know they come and cry to me about. Mm-hmm. If it's a wonderful, if you're Alexis and you're posting a boy every year on Valentine's Day, that but you let's, let's love. just make one thing clear: it's the same boy. Yes, it's the same, same boy, boy every year. But <laughs> but I, I'm not even a fan. I, we'll talk about this too. I don't like posting men on social media, but I don't like to see on on Valentine's Day the same fucking post every year with a guy that we all know you don't have a good experience with who does not add anything to your life and actually takes away from your your aura, your fire in your it's soul. It's embarrassing. It's so fucking embarrassing. Please, please, if you've ever talked shit on your boyfriend, I'm not talking about like, oh, he leaves his laundry on the floor. No. If you've come to me crying about your boyfriend ever in your 20s, do not post a picture with him on Valentine's Day because I will comment on it and be like, hey, what about that time when he blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. Okay. Are you going to comment on these pictures? I'll comment on anything. I'll literally, I might not be that bold as to comment on my best friend's photos, but I will DM them and say, hey, remember last week when you cried because you saw that he'd followed three new Instagram models? Like, remember that? Remember that? Why are you giving him this this attention? Exactly. Why are you giving him this satisfaction? I think girls are really obsessed with posting a man. Yes. Like, really obsessed with it, where they get to a point where they're like, I just want to like date this person right. by this point so that I can like do a little soft launch and then a hard launch by right. Valentine's right. Day. Right. Oh, I love a boyfriend sweetie, soft launch. Sweetie. Sweetie. Nothing wrong with being excited about yeah. posting a man. Nothing wrong if with that. If he's a good man. But let's not rush our Instagram, you know, goals Mm-mm. with our relationship goals. Like let's Mm-mm. not mesh those two things together because they're different. Like if you're not at an exclusive like page by February 14th, don't rush it. Don't rush it. Yeah. Don't even post a story. Nothing. nothing. Here's another tip coming from a person who's never been in a relationship <laughs> on Valentine's Day, but I just, I've learned from a lot of my friends. Okay. I think that I'm a trustworthy source. No presence or anything for your hookup. Okay. We all know. Who would like, even do that? Oh, trust me. I know some people. One of them was me a couple years ago. That's so humiliating. But <laughs> don't do gifts on any holiday for a man you're not exclusive with. A boy that, is a, that you're that not is dating. A, that is a girlfriend privilege. That's a girlfriend privilege. Okay, he doesn't get girlfriend privileges with no commitment. So no, no fucking, don't don't expect anything from him either. Keep your expectations low, honey. If he can't give you a label, he's not gonna bring you any fucking flowers, trust me. And if he does, he did something wrong, period. So 
don't no presents no posting anyone who's not been your boyfriend for at least like what six months i would say at least six months i would say six months too even if you're you're officially dating right now maybe you started dating last week no posts on valentine's day none okay i think you need at least six months before a v-day post yeah you started dating three months ago who knows yes. what could happen next like exactly. absolutely not so the I only six months yes and the only gift that he should be getting like enjoy i i believe in celebrating valentine's day let's mm-hmm. get back to that because valentine's day is fucking cute stunning there's nothing wrong with the idea of there being a holiday dedicated to love okay? like why would you be upset about that why you're a very bitter bitter and sad person you're a weird person if you you you're just like I don't know. I think I don't think it's cool to hate Valentine's. I don't think it's cool to hate on things that women love. Yes. And women love Valentine's Day. Therefore, let's fucking love Valentine's Day. Nobody hates on Super Bowl Sunday. Period. I might. I mean, I do too, but actually, like, I love it. I love the camaraderie. There's, yeah, exactly. I, don't know I what's love going it too. on. Let, but I love let the them be happy. Let them yeah. scream at their let little game. Have like, that. Yeah. It, have your bowl of chips. I don't give a fuck. But there's not think but pieces about there, it. Yeah, there's not think pieces about it. There's not a campaign of hatred and memes about Super Bowl Sunday from there's the no girls' Hallmark perspective. Cards. There's no Hallmark cards that say, I hate Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. There is that sort of hate campaign against Valentine's Day. People go into camps about Valentine's Day. Are you with it or against it? There shouldn't be an argument here because objectively it's just like a cute thing. Exactly. And like, yes, it's a Hallmark holiday. Yes, it's created to make money. Yeah. But what's the sports industry then? Mike Like, Let's talk about it. I mean, you really can't. Like objectively, it's just there. You can watch people so that you can make money. I mean, just they just happen to be lining up on the same weekend. You're talking to me when this topic is fresh. Oh, I know it's fresh. Oh, I, I got into fresh. a bit of a debacle with Barstool Sports last week <laughs> for Barstool. saying not absolutely nothing about Tom Brady. But Tom Brady retired, okay? I have a lot of family from Boston. We're, mm-hmm. we're a Tom Brady family in everything but politics. But Boston. I made a video, Boston, Boston, Boston. I made a video about how Tom Brady retired and suddenly boys fangirl and they do all the same things that they make fun of us for doing when we were kids right which is by the way if you're still writing like paragraphs about harry styles at like 23 that's weird too let that go okay let that go let that go but when i was in middle school i got a lot of heat for writing maybe at some point did like three paragraph essays about cory monteith on my instagram like i don't know so i fangirled a lot and so did you justin bieber was mine yep and we got a lot of shit for it for being obsessed with celebrities, having parasocial relationships with people we will never meet and who don't know that we exist. Mm -hmm. Yet, when Tom Brady retires, suddenly it's okay for every man in the world to start posting paragraphs and montages of them in the Brady jersey as kids and like blah, blah, blah. This guy does not care if you drop dead tomorrow, okay? He cares about his money. And that's, and you He's not even like a nice celebrity. He wouldn't even do that. So- I think it's just as embarrassing to fangirl over that stuff. Now, however, did I ever say you shouldn't do it? No. Did I ever say Tom Brady isn't a talented athlete? No. Did I still get death threats from every single man who follows Barstool Sports? Yes, I did. Why? Because the butt of the joke was men. And men aren't, they can't handle a joke when it's about them. Men preach dark humor all day long, but they can't handle it when it's about them. Because, but when it's about a woman... Oh, it's the funniest thing. Oh, it's the funniest thing. Take a joke. Take Take a a fucking joke. They they literally can't. Like, they literally feel like 
their lives are ending, ending. because they realize something that they are into oh is superficial. Like, so weird. Let it fucking go. They can't. Men cannot laugh at themselves. It's actually, it's ridiculous. Okay. Anyway, they a different therapy. topic for a different time. So the consensus on Valentine's Day is. We We love it. it. We love it. Good vibe. Happy Valentine's Day, bitch. Exceptional vibe. If you're in a relationship, go have sex. Like, dirty. Enjoy it. Do, like, lingerie. Get some lingerie. Oh, my God. Get some chocolates. Get some flowers. Also, my boyfriend and I are going on a trip after Valentine's (gasps) Day. But if he doesn't get me flowers. He will. Obviously, he will. Like, I just want you all to know that the the gifts for Valentine's Day, you got to be clear with them if you are in a relationship. Mm. And he will get me flowers. And you deserve flowers too. So if you're not getting them from a man, get them from Trader Joe's. They're $8. Yeah, buy yourself some. Period. I'll buy myself some. I'll buy you some. Thank you. I usually buy myself flowers every week. But that's like a cute, pure thing that nobody knows I do. Look at her being positive. But um, I know. I like the idea of Valentine's Day using it to your benefit by like getting some really nice lingerie making it a whole event even if you're not dating a guy like this is a fine little present that you can do for both of you laundry is so you great. make the sex like an occasion get the red lights oh my god phillips hue red lights do some like cool get a playlist ready get your playlist a whip <laughs> girl <laughs> we gonna let that go no no i didn't say whip <laughs> i said cool whip like whip cream oh, okay not a whip, but it's bold of you to assume i wouldn't also mean I that mean, cool whip I might have to introduce that. I, I do both. Cool I do moment. either. Okay. We're getting too far. <laughs> no, we're not. Too far for Jeffrey. Okay. Fine. Fine. Too far for your boyfriend. You're stupid. See what happens when you get a boyfriend in your 20s? You're you can't boring. come on your podcast and talk about getting whipped. Well, I will bring that element here. Let's pivot. <laughs> to... <laughs> Okay, you mentioned that the boys were really upset with you. You're getting death threats. They so you're really, getting DMs. They really They're are. really upset. What is the most absurd DM that you've received? The Let's segment, talk about it. In the future, <laughs> we will not talk about our DMs. We will talk about your issues. So do not forget to call into the Bad Vibes hotline at 212-287-5244. I do have dyslexia, so if that wasn't correct, I don't want to be held accountable for it. What are the most absurd DMs you've received this week? Just this week. Well, Uh, I'm going to have to comb through at some other point and get the most absurd of all time. But Mm -hmm. I got a lot this week because when you're a girl and you get posted on Barstool and the joke is about men, that's where they all came from. They shared it on Barstool. Barstool, So, you know, I was getting some salty DMs from some very short, very bald men. Somebody DM me and said, you're a loser. But (laughs) here's the kicker. This wasn't very creative or interesting at no. all. His name is Carlton. I guess what his last name is. <laughs> Just what? guess. I don't want to. Ritz. <laughs> Girl. Ritz, comma, Carlton. <laughs> DM'd me that I that am a loser. a loser. But you can't even think of an interesting, first of all, insult. Second of all, Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. Get it together, sir. Grow up. This one, okay, so sometimes when I like to, when I get really mean messages and they're from a woman, only when they're from a woman, I like to teach a little lesson, okay? Usually when I get a mean message from a guy, I'll respond to and I'll say like, oh, I'm gonna use this. Guys are really afraid of getting exposed on the internet. Look at West Elm Caleb and all this shit. So they get really- Nothing ever happens. Yeah, nothing ever happened to him. But they get really upset 
when you suggest that you're going to use their name in anything, they backtrack really quick. So whenever a guy says something like a death threat or you're ugly, go to hell, kill yourself, I'll respond, thank you so much. Like I'll like the message because they say this shit because they don't think I read it, but I do. I'll like the message and I'll say, this is going to make for the funniest video, like with the green screen effect. Thank you so much. (laughs) And every single fucking time they unsend the message as soon as they see it. And I send them back a screenshot of the message. I say, don't worry, I kept it for you. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. It's okay, don't Don't worry, worry. I kept it for you. And then they start getting really mean. They're like, you dumb, fat, bitch, cunt. And I'm like, it's okay, keep going. It's okay, let it out. Let it out. Let it out, baby. You're a misogynist. I love calling. We'll let everyone know. I know. And it's so not even creative of me, but I love calling them pussy and they lose it. They lose it. They lose it. Oh, it's like you just are torturing Oh my God. It's the worst moment. I love to watch them just like writhe on the screen. They start, they start like, Typing and typing, typing. It's so fucking fast. You and, see the you bubbles coming. You going. know what we're talking about with the men who are just like on their phones. They're so upset they're about so something. Angry. And you're like, what is it? It's like this bitch on TikTok. Okay. Yeah, like, like, all right. Like, so please. Can we talk about climate change? Anything else? Please. Do on. not ever say that men are funnier than women when this shit happens. <laughs> because men being funny means you can also take a joke. Men can't take a joke. Okay. Anyway, this is from Abby. And this really disappointed me. So I'll you know, I like to respond to the women and say like with sensitivity. She goes, no one likes you. You're ugly. Go die. No one cares about your opinions. You should delete your TikTok account. You dumb bitch. I think actually a million people care about your opinions. 1.1. Oh, excuse me. So So I'm a little confused, Abby. I mean, can you do math? (laughs) Right. Can you read numbers? I responded with what I usually say to men. Just because I like to watch him squirm. I saw that That's she was right. online. I got the little green light. So Ooh, I'm like, okay, let's have some nice. fun. It's four in the morning, by the way. So I was like, <laughs> I was fresh. <laughs> like I was like really like ready to go. Okay. This screenshot is going to be topic for the funniest video. Thank you. And she immediately responds. Well, for context, this is annoying. This annoying ass video that made me send that message. This context. is a, in, in a cloud of rage. I sent that. And she sends me my own video that I posted on TikTok back to myself in which I said, I think me, I think I'm allowed to think things. I think that eyelash extensions are fugly, okay? <laughs> Don't DM me sh- sending me pictures of your eyelashes saying, no, these are pretty. I do not try to change my mind. They all look like shit. And why I Why does tell it matter you, what you think? Why does it matter what I exactly. think? If nobody cares about my opinions and I'm just some girl and it doesn't matter what I think, then why do you care so much? I mean, the T is the eyelash extension industry is still going. Still In going. Fact, I'm sending my, I'm getting my eyelashes done this fucking weekend. It's not like you ended it. It's not Good. like it's, it's been re- removed from her life. What I eat does not make you shit. So it doesn't matter what I like or don't like. Period. It doesn't have anything to do with you. Well, I think Abby so she thinks sends, differently. Well, Abby thinks differently. So I said, I like to make him feel guilty, okay? As if somebody, some random girl with no photos, no profile picture on the internet saying go die like really hurts. But I'm like, so somebody just talking about random shit triggered you enough to tell a girl you've never met she was ugly, a dumb bitch, and to go die? And she said, it was the second time it had popped up on my For You page. The first time I ignored it, but the the second second one just sent me over the edge. My apologies. I'll seek help. Yes. She's not done. Thank you for being self-aware. I told her to seek help, but anyway. It definitely just hit close to home. You saying straight to my face twice that you hate something that I loved and telling me it looked ugly. The eyelash extensions. It made me feel insecure and I wanted to lash out. Get it? No pun intended. (laughs) Looking back in immediate hindsight, I shouldn't have said anything. So I'm sorry. Have a good day, Talia. 
So she said straight to her, her straight face. Straight to her face. Straight to her face. The video I made for my 1.1 million followers <laughs> straight was straight to her, to her face. face. Oh my God. You went to her house and you told her? I went to her house. I knocked on her door and I said, you look like a caterpillar is sitting on your eyelid. You look like <laughs> shit. I mean, I would lash out if it was direct. If I sat right in front of your face and I said, you look like shit unprompted. Yeah. Also, if you ask me for my opinion, I will always say my real truth. I will speak my truth but I won't say it unprompted, but this is prompted because it's, this is what I do. It was humiliating. Here's my last one. And then do you have any good ones lined up? Only one. Okay, good. So I'm going to read you. (laughs) Oh, I'm so fucking excited for this one. Holy shit. This one is going to teach you guys a lesson, specifically the man who sent it to me. This is a very interesting one. What's his name? Let's come up with a pseudonym because he's going to probably listen to this podcast. Wait, you know him? I do know him. I'm so excited. Okay. Oh, let's do it. Let's do so it. So let's call him um, um, <laughs> Armand. Okay. Are so you watching I'm, the White Lotus? I don't like, know. I, I, like, we get it. That show is like six months old, but he let's said, continue. We're going to call him Armand. All right. Armand DMs me. Well, first of all, let's, let's get some context here. I notice a profile picture on my DM request that, I, that looked really familiar. And it's from somebody who... I once followed and never followed me back. Disrespectful immediately. So disrespectful. If you know the person, I'm not, I don't do fan behavior. <sighs> if I know you, you fucking follow me back. Like disrespect, asshole. Honestly. That's a statement. Especially because this person, this guy has what? 400 followers. Mm. You, fo- you saw my fucking follow. I don't know. I think he was excited about the 400. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so this guy, I've known him for a while. We do the same sort of volunteer thing. Okay. We have like a once a year um volunteer community She's for the people i'm for, yeah i have like you know my little extracurricular thing that i've been doing for a while so we work at this thing together and this man has made it his life's mission as soon as this thing starts it's about a week long every year to torture me okay what does he say that really gets to you his whole sense of humor it you can tell very easily by looking at him and by listening to him, it all comes from insecurity. Like it's he's really short. miserable. Yeah, he's short. Mm. It's really miserable shit. Okay, but I've really tried to establish a friendship. Like I really, really was trying to be nice, and I, I can see I've, he's so beloved in this community. But I seem to be the only one that he can't be nice to. We've had a couple moments where I'm thinking like, oh my god, like we had a little sweet little moment there. Like we've worked directly together a couple of times. I'm thinking, oh my god, we're finally going to be friends. And then he comes back the next day, and he just abuses me like just the meanest most humiliating shit to make me feel like shit in front of other people okay just loves to humiliate you in front of other people and that's Mm. his sense of humor there's your background on this guy keep in mind this guy wants to go into comedy that's his career goal with his 400 followers (laughs) 400 followers so you can imagine how satisfying it is to remember people like this Mm. when i get things like my own podcast yeah so but i you know whatever i didn't i don't follow him anymore i unfollowed him after i didn't get that follow back like months ago he shows up at my DM request and goes, are you ready? I'm proud of you, Talia. Oh. Just wanted to let you know. Just want, because that would mean so much to you. Oh, you living at home and unemployed and you're proud of me? Oh, thank you so oh, much. Oh, that, that's, that's what I'm doing all this for, is for to make you, you proud. For you, Armand. For you, Armand. <laughs> Literally, um, that, like you said, is the most condescending thing to get so I'm proud of you because- like the only person who can tell that me that they're proud of me is Oprah because that's the mm-hmm. only person whose like life I respect that much. Mm-hmm. Like, please, like absolutely not. Like you have 
literally no bearing on my life. If Chelsea Handler came to me and said, I'm proud of you, it would mean the world to me. If somebody like my mom, even my parents or somebody like you in context said, we're the same age. I don't like when people my age tell me they're proud of me. That comes off as condescending. Please take this as a lesson because there are a lot of people who listen to this podcast, friends of mine who still say this all the fucking time and I can't stand it. Don't tell me you're proud of me if we're the same age. We graduated the same year. You don't have anything above me unless you're talking about a specific thing that you are better than me at. For example, Alexis, very organized person. I consider her like very adult. You're very mature when it comes to prioritizing things as an adult and you know, like the logistics. You're yes, exactly. You basically (laughs) raised other people. Because I raised seven kids. So you, she's really good with logistics stuff, right? So when Alex says, I'm proud of you, Talia, for figuring out how to pay your utilities. Which you haven't. Which I haven't. <laughs> I've lived in New York for two months. I've never paid utilities. And you no do idea. figure it out, I'll be proud of you. I don't know how they haven't shut off my water and my electric. But anyway, when I figure that out and Alexa says, I'm proud of you, that's going to mean a lot to me coming from her specifically. But when this bitch, who is my age... And is not above me in any legal And also life. not connected to you. That's my thing is like, if you were not friends, how yeah. are you going to be proud of me? You're you not literally pr- hate me. You like, hate you can't me. Be proud you don't have any emotional connection to me. You <laughs> fucking hate much. me. Yes. You're not proud of me. Say something like, congratulations is great. I would have mm, responded to that. Precisely. Mazel tov. Or like, I'm so happy to see that you're happy. Mazel tov specifically. I'm so happy to see that you're successful. I respect you. I congratulate you. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you implies that you are somehow above me. And it's condescending and it's rude. And it's disrespectful. And this is why men shouldn't have Instagram. Thank you. Back to our original point at the beginning of this. <laughs> exactly. You are a man. You should be out building a house, chopping down a tree, making you know, a fire. Protecting us from war. Why are you coming up with your silly little captions? Why are you DMing girls that you don't like even like? Why are you making an Instagram story and putting little gifts in there oh, if you're like, a man? Not a gift. As a man, go jack off. Period. Go do something manly. Literally. Or anyway. go to therapy. Yeah. The yeah. Make good use of your time. Come on. So those okay. are my DMs. What's yours? Okay. So I, for my mental health, typically delete my meanest DMs because otherwise I'll be really mean to them and get wrapped up in it. But I have one that came to me a few weeks ago that's just like insulting in a way, but mm-hmm. also like weird. So this one is... Hi, Alexis. I hope this message finds you well. My name is Carly, and I'm a casting assistant. I'm reaching out to you because I came across your TikTok. We're currently casting for a new family documentary series. We are casting people who are in love with mama's boys and want to explore (laughs) relationships and family dynamics. If you're interested, please respond to me here, and I can tell you about next steps. What in God's name on my TikTok made you believe... That I was in a relationship with a mama's boy, first of all. Second of all, if I was, why would I want to put that on TL fucking C for the whole world to see? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So disrespectful of her to say that. So I responded. I was very mean. And I was like, what? I said exactly what I just said to you right now, which is what would make you think I'm dating a mama's boy, first of all? Second of all, why would you think that I would want to put that on television? And she was like, actually, a lot of people are interested in being on TV. And I was like, I'm sure they are, but not fucking me. First of all, like it was just an insulting experience I had. Okay, but counterpoint. (laughs) I think I'm not saying that you should go on the show. (laughs) And I I validate your feeling offended. Yes. 
I think if somebody assumed about me from watching my videos that I was dating a guy who liked, you know, had a breastfeeding kink, I'm gonna that throw up. would be kind of a compliment to me. Because it's like, you seem like such a powerful, assertive, dominant woman. Mm-hmm. There's no way you have a boyfriend who doesn't beg to suck your titties and to have his head like patted like a little baby. I'm going to vomit so. really quickly, <laughs> really quickly. And then we'll get back to this. Um, I'd be flattered. Is, I'm, I'm glad that that's how you felt about it. I wouldn't go on the show. Personally, I'm the type of person who, one, is not interested in non-dominant men. I mm. Well, the thing is, when you're a woman and you are very successful, like I personally happen to be, you don't always want a man who's like, you know, a child. Totally. It feels like you're taking care of like another I child. I want to take care of somebody or make them food or and clean I don't, up But I also them. don't want to be perceived just in like bed. that. I oh, yeah, like, yeah, just in bed. Yeah, yeah I love when they're like truthfully. submissive like yeah. that. Ew, I go wait, both no, ways. not submissive in bed. That's oh, not I go I both ways. Well, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you Okay, now Love see, you're the, the one making weird assumptions. We're going to play a new game. It's called Roasted or Toasted. So if we roast it, that means we're not a fan and we have some legitimate reasons or none as to why we are not a fan. Toast yep. it means we're toasting to it. Clink, clink, bitch. The first one is posting a man on social media. What do you think? <laughs> absolutely i'm roasting it i'm not in support okay here's the thing your social media i'll talk in, i'll talk in me terms okay speak from the eye. i statements my social media is my world this is where i look the best that i could possibly look i'm face tuning right. all that shit i look amazing this is the world where like i only show you only show the best parts of your life on social media i'm not in support of people like you know this whole like vulnerability on social media that's not what it's for like i'm glad some people are doing it but nobody ever asked me why don't you ever show your vulnerable side why don't you ever take pictures of your roles or show the times when you're like depressed and you're not being creative and whatever no because my social media is for the highlights of my life my social media is my tv show and it's for all the best it's the highlight reel life is a movie and usually life's a movie and a love interest usually is like a one season arc on my movie or on my TV show. Okay. He appears, he comes and goes, whatever. Even a fiance, dare I say, is not necessarily like, he's not the star. You could pull an Issa Rae and not post until you get married. Yeah. And then the first picture is still just you in the wedding dress. There you go. Yeah. That's so hot to me. I don't believe in showing a man's face on my social media. Um, the men that are on my social media, if you ever see a guy who like looks, it looks like a boyfriend he posts, if you see his face in it, we're not dating. I will never, ever post a guy that I'm taking seriously on my social media. Now, I'm not completely opposed to like a little story or something. I get it. You get excited you when do you're in a relationship. Um, yeah, I do an armpit. I'd post even his face on my story because it disappears in 24 hours. Mm. It's not that serious. But my grid, that's a commitment. So I don't believe in doing that. And also how fucking embarrassing. I can tell when everybody's in a tumultuous point in their relationship because I go and see that they're archiving and unarchiving all their relationship photos. And everyone can see when you do that. It's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Stop doing that. If you're going to. hear a funny story. Yes. One time many years ago, and it's fueled much of my confidence over the past few years. Mm. My ex-boyfriend. I woke up to my ex-boyfriend 
liking like a bunch of my pics two years out of a relationship hadn't spoken in two years oh my god and he and he had also archived all the pictures with his girlfriend who he's still (laughs) with today and um i was like oh wow so you'd be thinking about me many years later but you can always tell when someone's in a tumultuous point because the archives because you know what next week those pics were back they're always back you can always see when they're going on and off it's so embarrassing also if i were to be dating somebody and i only ever posted like maybe i'd throw a guy in there in like a 10 slides like photo dump thing Mm. that way i can delete it like later and nobody would know because there's a bunch of other photos or you would never be able to tell that it's just a photo dedicated to the boyfriend okay and I would never show his face because when I switch boyfriends later, I won't show his face either. So as far as everybody else is concerned, had I never a boyfriend had a breakup. This whole time. <laughs> I've always had a boyfriend. Had a boyfriend this whole time. But at the end of the day, right now, in like at this point in my life, I think it's very important that I I don't want a boyfriend, and I want everybody on earth to think that I'm single because a it's my brand. B, I love when people DM me and ask for my phone number. I love when people tell me I'm hot. I love when men slide into my DMs. They can be Attention. the ugliest people on the, on earth. I live for this validation. And I'm not ready for that to stop. And when you post a guy, I made the mistake of posting a guy friend You'll on my Instagram. Followers. Doing a little birthday post with him. I lost like 100 followers. Mm-hmm. They don't want you no more. They stopped DMing me for Ran weeks. through. I don't need that kind of lack of validation. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need that to be waiting, okay? I need that heavy in my life. Mm-hmm. So no. I will not be posting any men for the time being. Now, don't come back when I do post a man in like five years and be like, you said you wanted. That's none of our business. I grow later. But right now, I am me and the person of the future is the girl of the future. And she'll have different opinions. Okay, what about you? I'm posting him, but (laughs) I'm posting him. Yeah. Well, (laughs) T is, I don't know, I'm posting him. I feel like, I don't like gain anything from posting him other than people knowing that I have a hot boyfriend. Yeah. So I do gain everything. He is really beautiful. It's really embarrassing, honestly. He's like, he's a really good looking guy. Looks like a model. Does he model? He wants to. He should. He's a little, um, I feel like that's too too much of an attention whore behavior to get him an agency. Couldn't be me. (laughs) Next time, next, next, uh, so we're, so, on the whole, you're toasting. I'm toasting. You're roasting. I'm roasting it. All right. Number two of roasted or toasted. Buying lingerie as a gift for somebody else. Like if your man gets you lingerie. Both. Mm, okay. Well, if my man gets me lingerie, <laughs> I would love if he would, you know, take that expense on. But um, <laughs> I feel like that's a different story because we've been together for a long, periodically time. Right. And Peri- I- periodically time. Yeah. You guys remember that? You went to Northwestern, right? Periodically, do you know? But the the meme. No, I don't. We've been waiting for the bus for a long, periodically time. (laughs) This is a Vine reference. So the girls that get it, get it. The girls that get that don't, don't. Anyway, um, I feel like it makes sense only if you're in a relationship where you have very open conversations about sex. Because if it's from a guy who you suspect may have voted for Donald Trump at some point Mm -hmm. and he's giving you lingerie, that's giving misogynist. And Mm. I will not be explaining further. That's a really interesting take. You need to consider the intentions of the lingerie and like the weird deep-seated psychology of why he wants you in this outfit. Exactly. Because if he wants it so you can both have a great time in sex and you can believe that, like like when you get it, you're like, oh my God, this is great because we love 
exploring our sexual lives mm-hmm. together wonderful if he and you don't talk about it you just do it and he gets you lingerie unless it's like a sexy you know three month situation and he's like a lot older i don't know i'm, I'm thinking you know mm-hmm. what's that the gray the gray one i have someone to speak to that the 50 shades that 50 situation shades. okay maybe you have a little fling but don't yeah. take it seriously yeah exactly because he's you know sees you as an object i had about a three month thing when i was a freshman in college so he worked at some tech company in San Francisco. He was much older than me. Mm-hmm. I was having so much fun. Oh my God. It was like just such a fun little adventure. He, for either Valentine's Day or my birthday, he did what I think was perfect. He got me a gift card to a lingerie place in addition to another present that was completely not sexual. Okay. So he really balanced it out. You were still a freshman in college. I, <laughs> oh, I, I'm still getting some vibes. But all right. All right. I was still. Only 18 years old, <laughs> seeing a 28-year-old man. Great gift. Um, but no, I really do think, and I, I would not advise any 18-year-old to do that with a 28-year-old man. It's too much. When you're out of college, you can start having those mm-hmm. kinds of age gaps. It was like a really bad idea. But I, I got very fucking lucky. God was on my side for that one because he didn't do anything must wrong. must have been an angel by I, I was growing up a little bit too, too fast, I think. But I think that that was a great gift because I'm not pro- like. Men, have you ever seen the underwear at Victoria's Secret, for example? They, they've never seen a vagina. They have this never stuff seen is like them. a tiny little triangle like that could flips. fit. You're literally falling out sense. of it. It doesn't make. You any could sense. never in a million years fit into these things in a, in a large. You I'm not never. letting a man go in there and get that no. little one inch fabric no. with the heart on it. Yeah, no, no, ma'am. I don't need a man buying anything to go on me. You know, okay. A, if he got it in too small, I'd be embarrassed because <gasps> then I wouldn't fit into it. If he got it in too large. I'd have to break up with him because I'd be embarrassed again. So I don't know if I want to put that on a guy to buy me anything that directly goes on my body. I like the implied idea of, I'd love for you to like wear something, pick out something that you like that fits you and makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. And that'll be a treat for me. I like the gift card idea. I like that a lot. I like it. And maybe you send over like a link. Yes. Like I thought this one was really cute. That shows you took some time. Exactly. And some coin. I'd love it if a guy, yeah, he said, I love this look. I love, I like when guys that I'm seeing, if we're getting onto that conversation of lingerie with them, they, first of all, nobody really likes lingerie that much. It's better just like get naked. It's about a five minute situation. Yeah. It's just like a Absolutely humiliating and uncomfortable. It's like a foreplay thing. Right. But I've loved when like a guy will send me a link or like just screenshot something that he saw on Instagram and like send it to me and be like, I like the way that like the straps Give go me some like direction. That. Yeah. Because men don't know what they want. No, a lot, but they usually do, but they don't know how to say it. Like, they don't know how to articulate the, like the style. So the, the crossbody straps and shit. Send the screenshot. Send the screenshot. Tell her what you like and we'll follow it. Absolutely. If you're worth it. If only. And send the money. Send the coin. And send the money. Send and the we'll money. buy it, but don't order it for us. Absolutely That's a not. major no. Absolutely not. Send I only accept card. when it comes to clothes for men. I only accept like socks and jewelry. I don't take. You don't take sweatshirts. Oh, I'll, I'll steal the sweatshirt if I chose it. But mm-hmm. men buying you clothes to wear always ends poorly because they either always overestimate how big you are, which does not feel good, or they go too small and it's really embarrassing to put it on. I've never been there, and I never want to be. All oh, right. Yeah. Thank God. So, what's the verdict? Roast it or toast it? I'm going to say toast it if done tastefully and if you've taken our tips. I agree. Toast it if it's done tastefully. Tastefully. Toasted to taste. Gift card. You know what else that guy got me? 
a lift gift card. That's okay. Sexy. <laughs> he put it in an envelope and he gave me the Victoria's Secret gift card. Did he work there? And at Lyft? No, he worked at Salesforce. He also gave me the Lyft gift card. And that was great because A, it communicated that he didn't just want to see me in lingerie. He wanted to see me, period. So he wanted me Salesforce to be less than over. HR. I'm paging Salesforce <laughs> HR. He wanted me. I was over 18. It was fine. He was like 27. But All right. <laughs> he wanted me. It. He wanted me to get be getting in the Uber and coming to see him. He wanted me to use it for whatever. I like that there was like the juxtaposition of the two gifts. He it was, wasn't just he was the thinking about the whole journey. He was thinking about the whole journey, not just the moment. And he wrote a card. Men do not forget the fucking card. Speaking of young people who do dumb things, <laughs> let's do this. Let's roast it or toast it. Axel Weber's tiny apartment. What do you think about this young man? I hadn't thought about the physical yet. No, it has nothing to do with his hair. I just want to shave his head. Just like humble him. I just hate him so much. (laughs) I don't want to be too mean to this young boy, but I I've got some thoughts on white mediocrity. I can already think exactly. It's white mediocrity. I'm gonna let you explain that part. I'll just explain why I like him for no. Don't you love when white people know when to sit down? You're, thank you. Don't you love when black people give you validation? Yes. So the T is this young man, if you aren't already aware, I believe went to move to New York after he was grew up in a nice upper middle class family. Yep. Um, moved to New York to pursue his dreams of being an actor and moved into this tiny apartment and began chronicling it on the internet. And the T is that he blew up. He has, I don't even know how many followers he has now, but it's multiple millions. Mm -hmm. And people are giving him help. They're giving him sponsorships. They're doing this. Like, there's so much happening for him because he decided to move to New York to pursue his dream of being an actor and live in a tiny apartment. How many millions of people do that every single year? Many, in fact, many. But (laughs) this was a very special, special talent. And that talent was being a white boy. Period. That's it. There's nothing else. Nothing else was happening here. And he moved here. He did his little chronicling on the internet. People were obsessed. They loved it so much. Right. But New Yorkers, people of color, people who are in who work in the working class here in New York were absolutely frustrated by the fact that he was sort of cosplaying as a working class right. New Yorker who had to live in this tiny apartment. Well, did you see he made a video? He was vlogging the transition period in which he lived in his car for, what, a day or something? I don't know. And he said something along the lines of, I don't have to live in my car, but we're doing it for the experience. Which was after, if he said this is a one-off, in my opinion, it's like, okay, cute. Like, yeah, I don't have to go camping. We're going to rough it for the experience. Fine. But to make your entire brand, the fact that you need to buy food off the street and heated up on a little Bunsen burner in your apartment because you can't afford anything else. But then tell us that, yeah, you you can in fact afford to live a normal life. First of all, why doesn't the kid have roommates? Yeah, let's- If he's on this much literally, of a budget. Literally, literally. I know how much his apartment costs because I looked at it. Um, <laughs> Some girls I are really I too am it. poor. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm okay actually, but yeah. I will not say that I'm rich. And this guy, I was like looking for one bedroom apartments. And it was very important to me being a girl who works from home that I had my own place. And I saw this place and they didn't say the square footage. They didn't say the price. They didn't say anything about it. They just said the location and that it was by yourself. So I emailed the Craigslist person Mm -hmm. and they got back to me and said, this is the square footage. This is how much it costs. And you will have to share a bathroom. 
So no, I never got it was back a no. to them. It was, it was an a absolute, red flag. Absolute no. But that's where they found Axel. And Axel started vlogging. Now look, yeah, he's charismatic a little bit. He always looks like he's going to cry. What bothers me, in addition to what you just explained, was that this man, it's just sus. He came here saying he's pursuing this big dream of acting. Kid doesn't know how to spell Juilliard, okay? He spells it wrong every (laughs) single time he posts a video. He did a Juilliard audition. He said he's never been in a play ever in his life. You know, Juilliard. He's 22. For, That's my thing is like, you had four years post high school. Like, where was you getting experience? Like, what's going on? Take an improv class. Mm-hmm. Second of all, he auditions. So he auditions for Juilliard online. He says he's winging it. Quote, he's winging it. He screws up the audition. Okay. All, the whole audition felt very suspicious to me. You have to watch the video. It didn't, okay. there's no way that this happened. But then he but didn't get in. He didn't get in because Juilliard lets in, I think, for their acting program seven or eight people or something like somewhere less than 20 people per year get into this program it is the most prestigious program people work their entire lives to get into this program i'm not saying that you need to do this to be an actor i there's a whole bigger conversation of how we don't need institutions like this anymore you know you can be you can find your big start on tiktok whatever there's nothing wrong with that either to me but don't it's so disrespectful i think to the people who work their entire lives to then make your entire brand be about how badly you wanted Juilliard to be crying on TikTok about how you didn't get in. When you winged it. You fucking winged it? Like, you won it? Won. How bad did you really want it? You've never been in a play before. Please. And now, of course, these millions of people go and attack Juilliard. This under for the white boy of the month. For like, this white please. boy who's what? A little funny and loud? And I also got like famous on TikTok, whatever. But- the way that these things are being thrown at him and the fandom behind him. The New York Times him. profile. Oh my God. The like, like everything he's getting, the hype house flat, like getting flued out right. to the hype house. Like all of that is the type of thing where it's like the, the even Emily Mariko who went right. from what zero to 8 million in like half the time, she didn't get those same amount of right. opportunities. And that's like, you could argue that's because she's a woman, but there's so many TikTokers that actually create culture, that create, right. you know, the dances, that create the music, the sounds, all of it. We don't give them half as much attention, not even a fourth as much attention as this little white boy who had his dream crushed while he was cosplaying homeless. It's too much. Please. It's too much. And you know, at the beginning of when this first started, we both moved to New York at the exact same time. So we were kind of like going viral sort mm-hmm. of at the same time. And I thought it might be interesting. My like representation thought it might be interesting for us to get together. Mm-hmm. And all of the followers were telling us, get together, get together. I ended up commenting on one of those videos. But this was before the Juilliard thing, which was my last straw. Yeah. Okay. I didn't start to get annoyed with this guy until the Juilliard thing happens. But I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll hang out with this guy. You want to hear some tea? This is what this podcast is about, by the way. Secret tea. Period. We're naming names. Here's the tea. We were connected by a company, uh, uh, an app. That's- okay. That's kind of like um, industry plant vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah, I, you know, I think we, we just proved that theory. He's not a plant. But a company reached out to both of us thinking, you know, this was very smart marketing on their part. They Ooh. saw the hundreds of thousands of comments saying Talia and Axel Weber need to meet up. This was only for like a week long window where this would have been a very buzzworthy video. Mm-hmm. And they said, you guys should do a collaboration. We'll pay you each. A very, uh, you know, hefty sum, a very handsome <laughs> price for you guys to get together and just make a video together sponsored by our app. And mm. I thought this is brilliant, brilliant of them 
Don't they you love saw when they it. Get they chased it. the money. I was mm-hmm. like, this is great. I love when they get it. I responded. I was like, I'm in. What do I have to do? I just meet this guy. His management gets back to us. Uh oh. Says Axel will not be doing any something. This is this is read from the the person who um this isn't a direct email, so I don't know exactly what it said, but it was something along the lines of he won't be doing any collaborations with other influencers right now. He's only doing his own sponsorships, him himself, period. Which to me was like, he can turn down whatever he wants. He doesn't have to make a video with me at all. You're this broke and you're turning down this money. Because you want to do it on your own. How broke are you really? You're not that you're turning down tens of thousands of dollars to do to, to just make meet a up a girl to meet up with a girl. Also, he could have said, I don't want to do a video with Talia. I don't want to work with another influencer, which is smart because then I started talking shit about him on the internet. But he could have said, I will take the money and do my own video for you sponsoring you because I'm going viral right now. And they would have done it. Exactly. He turned him down. He turned down a lot of money. For what? And this kid is buying cabbage off the people who sell it on blankets in the street on First Avenue. For one dollar, because he he says this is how he's going to eat. Can't afford the. He can't Jones. afford Trader Joe's, yet he's in the position to turn down thousands of dollars for a brand deal. He has a whole team. He's been, he's got he's he's got connects. Right, now, I'll tell you that. So, I would like to see. I like when really people who are really poor get famous for that, and I like to see them start with their success. So story. let's promote Dutch Dutch, <laughs> who is the star who gave me these takes, who is a real local New Yorker mm-hmm. who is living in affordable housing because he actually can't afford it because he <gasps> actually is a star. Gives us stories him. from his bathtub. Has a million. He deserves it. With a thick New York accent. Thick New York accent. Oh, I love is, loves children. Is a star. Is the sweetest human being. I comment on every single one of his videos because I'm obsessed with him. Oh, he's adorable. A star. And like turns down things because he has a conscience, unlike me, where I will say yes to I'll a dollar yes bill. Um, and is genuinely living his like lo- living his true New York life yeah. and not fucking cosplaying being poor. Because I've right. been poor, right. I'll tell you that much. And if you're going to cosplay it so you can get some views on the fucking internet, because being a white poor man is apparently not popular or, or not right. usual, you can suck my dick. Right. Well, I'd love to see, I believe that Axel was poor. Like, I don't think that just because you have rich parents, you need to. True. Uh, I'm not allowed to say that you're poor, okay? My parents cut me off. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, they completely, they've been, they're there if I ever need them. But, like, right. you know what I mean? Exactly. I'm responsible for my own finances now. I'm not saying he's I'm got a million dollars in his bank account. Right. I'm just saying that, like, doing something for the experience is not the activism you think it is. Well, also, yes, but as your platform grows and as you start to become successful for cosplaying being poor for a couple of weeks the least you can do is start showing us what's really happening behind the scenes with Mm. your two agents three managers publicists whatever clearly you're making a lot of money now i want to see you live that life now why are you still buying fucking cabbage off the street it's weird it's like he has to keep up those appearances instead of just living his new like we know you've got a couple thousand dollars to spend now Mm. go and start living it get a new apartment well, like, Axel, it's crazy. We'd love to have you on to discuss. Seriously. Actually, no, you don't need any more of a No, I don't want to give him any more I mean, of a platform. I don't need any more of a platform. We'll have somebody else on here. At least pay us. We'll have Dutch we can on. afford it. Dutch, please, love. come on. I love you, Dutch, so fucking much. Um. All right. All right. Is that all? <sighs> I hope not. I'm having so much fun I know, today. right? All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Bad Vibes. And we hope you enjoyed it. And if you're one of the people that we talked about and you hated it and you're offended, I don't care. You can get in my DMs and complain. That's the we thing might is, read it. We'll always chat about it. Yeah, like we'll always we're, talk we're about always it. down to be corrected. 
Uh, no, I wouldn't say we're down to be corrected. I don't think I say anything that's incorrect, but that's a good. I'm point. down to be, you know, if you want to get your anger out and DM me or DM Alexis and say, you guys talked about me or my friend on the podcast. You guys talked about pure sweet Axel Weber. I'm Armand and I'm upset about this. Pure I, there's enough care. pure sweet. But I will, voice. you're allowed to get, get, take your anger out on me, but I will read it on here. And I don't care. I will not. If you, can, if you can drag someone in the DMs, but then you're upset that they're like posting your username. Yeah. Don't fucking drag somebody in the DMs. Right. No, like, we're not covering up any usernames. If you can't dish it. I mean, if you can't take it, don't dish it, right? Exactly. Please, men, also take that to heart. Men, if you cannot me. take it, don't dish it. Please put that on your wall, tattoo it on your forehead, whatever you And remember, do. Tom Brady doesn't give a fuck about you. He doesn't give a fuck. All right, what else do they need to do? Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Subscribe for sure. Rate, review, all of it. Somebody already gave us two negative reviews. Yeah, what the what fuck? The you fuck? guys we are such even, bitter we assholes. We haven't even done a fucking podcast yet, and you have issues with us. Like, what? everybody hates women. It's like, good. come the fuck on. That's Let's the brand. On. Anyway, if you want to send us an email, that would be fun. Very retro. You can send those to badvibesatbetches.com, or you can leave us a message on the Bad Vibes hotline. Can you read the number? 212-287-5244. That's 212-287-5244. Is that a New York area code? Yes. I've, I'm from LA. I don't know. I in thought it was 917 here. Oh, I was in the 212 exactly, on that the sounds, Exactly. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Come on. Sorry, I didn't Come know on. she was from New York. Okay. Come on. Um, don't forget She's to follow not. us. Oh, <laughs> don't forget to follow us. Um on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, all my socials are the same. Talia Lickstein, T-A-L-I-A-L-I-C-H-T-S-T-E-I-N. I can't pronounce your last name. Lickstein. Lickstein. That's it. It's easier than you think. Good. My socials are just all my name at Alexis Barber. So that's it. Just follow me there. You'll, you won't regret it. You'll you get won't. get some positive affirmations. We're fun. She'll spread the negativity and I'll balance it out. And remember, next Thursday, you'll see us here again. And no one, including you is safe in this room that didn't make any sense what in this room in this room and then with these microphones on the internet i don't know no one on the internet is safe bad vibes is a betches media production the podcast is produced and edited by sean kilby guest booking by ali friedlander be sure to leave us a voicemail at 212-287-5244 or send your emails to badvibesatbetches.com. Betches.